guess you know it's a slow news day when it's reported Ricky Schroeder is taking a trip to Washington <laughs> to attend the inauguration, either in support of Trump or anti-Biden. That's the story. What a waste of space. Hey, I don't have anything against Ricky. <clears throat> but the media, when they think that's news, come on. Hey, top of the morning to you, 9 a.m. This is the kitchen table. We get together Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. Central Time, here on FBTV Radio. We, we, we take this hour and we fix everything wrong in the world. Once we get it all fixed, we go off about our day and forget everything we talked about and nothing gets done. <laughs> but we talk about it anyway. Today, coming up on uh, the kitchen table... Hey, I, I'm telling you right now, I got it pulled out. The first thing we're going to do, matter of fact, we're going to do it this segment because I've talked about it so much. And we've just not got to it yet. We're going to be talking about jobs that burn the most calories. It's the holiday season. Don't you want to know what jobs burn the most calories? If you're in one of those jobs, then feast out, man. <laughs> no, you don't want to do that either. Probably very few of us are going to be in one of those categories. I don't know. Maybe a few. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, what else going on today? We're going to be talking about a huge pileup on I-80 and PH. You see, that two dead reported so far. At least that's what we've heard. One, uh, I think, died in the accident. Another one died as a result of the accident. CDL instructors get the okay to give the CDL skills test. Yeah, I don't see any potential problem there, do you? Although, well, I'm not going to school to get my CDL, so it doesn't matter. I gave my CDL up a couple of years ago. <clears throat> and, uh, well, it was time to. There was no reason to keep it because, you know, there's no way I'd get back on the truck again due to health issues, but that's another story. Well, I guess I could. But, uh, I, that, well, to pass a physical, the last time I took a physical, they wanted me to take a nuclear stress test. I did that once. And I swore I'd never do it again. And uh, the last physical, I had a CDL physical. That's what the uh, examiner required. He gave me like a three-month physical card, three-month, uh, maybe six-month, a year maybe. I don't know. It wasn't that long. But, uh, yeah, he was going to require me to take another nuclear stress test. Not going to happen. Took one. I... Uh, the the one I took, it felt like I was about to die. It, it it was worse than a heart attack. And that's what they try to do on those things. If I'm understanding it correctly, they try to take you up to that window to where you are actually getting ready to have a heart attack, then they back you down to see how far you can go. No fun, I'm telling you right now. 2021 Mer America Mid-America Truck Show is going to be rescheduled. And more driver pay increases. So... Here we are, TGIF, Friday morning, a little bit after 9 a.m. Yes, I was uh, out of the office yesterday, out of the studio, couldn't uh, 
We, we missed the broadcast yesterday, but we're going to make it up today. We're going to make it up today because we're going to do three hours. No, I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> we're not doing three hours, just two. But uh, let's get to the question of the day. Uh, on Wednesday, the question of the day was 24% of us say this makes the holidays more festive. What is it? Don't have time to read everybody's name and answer, but I'll tell you right now, everybody pretty much got it right. It was a Christmas tree. Today's question, and we will answer this on Monday, 90% of kids will eat this at some point in the next few months, but only 10% of adults will. What is it? All right, here we go. 90% of kids will eat this at some point in the next few months, but only 10% of adults will. What is it? Yeah, think about that. If you've got an answer, you can send it to us. Send it to me at fbtv at freightbrokertv.com. You can call and leave your answer on our studio line. 479-668-0213. Or you can go to our website at freightbrokertv.com. And uh, use any of the contact forms available on the website. Okay, if you haven't been following us, we can sure use you to follow us to help us grow. We are trying to grow. We got a YouTube channel, obviously. A lot of you know that. I, I took that. I was off yesterday. Took the day off yesterday, and I'm trying to get. I should have done some voice exercises or something because I feel like I'm getting ready to go horse on you at any minute. And the old tongue, it's just locked up, <laughs> trying to get loose. But uh, So bear with me. We'll get it going here in a minute. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, if you follow us, we appreciate it. Thank you so much. And uh, if not, we wish you would. Our YouTube channel uh, is Freight Broker TV. We post videos up there. We we're, we put one up at least once a week, sometimes two or three. Uh the radio show you can hear it every, you know, the kitchen table every morning, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. here on FBTV Radio, and it replays throughout the day. But you can also listen to it on demand via your favorite podcast app. Just do a search, Freight Broker TV. All right, subscribe, give us thumbs thumbs up, five stars, all that fun stuff. Ring the bell if you're YouTubing it. Believe me, all that helps. It keeps us going. It allows us to keep on uh, moving forward. All right. Without further ado, I've promised this several times, I think, this week. And to be honest with you, we just ran out of time before we got to it. So without wasting any more time, let's get this out of the way. And i tell you another reason, too. Uh, the notes on this thing is like a couple of pages long. And every day we, we print up all the material. We print out all the material we're going to be talking about. And this puppy's been taking up two pages of all that material. And two pages is a lot of pages as when it, when it, when it comes to material, show prep, bottom line. So we definitely want to get this out of here. But it's something that's interesting. And I would not let our uh, research department remove this. Because, I, I, one, I promised it. And two, it's interesting. Okay, jobs that burn the most calories. Let's see. Sitting at the desk all day can be a killer. 
So if you want a job that is good for your cardiovascular system and muscles, you need to get up and move around. Well, Healthgrove compiled data from the compendium. I don't even know what that word is. I've never seen it before in my life. Compendium. Compendium of physical activities. I just made myself probably sound stupid, but hey, you ever want to run across the words you don't know? You, you know, I've no kidding. In my 60 years, I've never seen that word. Compendium. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. But anyway, to identify the occupation that burned the most calories. Now, <laughs> the, this list we're going to go through is based on the hour caloric burn for the average American male who weighs 191 pounds and the American average female who weighs in at 159. This is how many calories per hour we burn doing other activities. Uh, running, that's 6 points. I haven't run at 6.7 miles per hour since high school. Uh, running, well, maybe. Uh, no, I, well, I haven't. I, I ran here a few weeks ago, my granddaughter. It surprised me I could still do it. <laughs> uh, and I used to run up and down that basketball court. Four quarters, oh, you know, didn't think anything about it. But anyway, running at 6.7 miles per hour, men burn 955 calories, women 795. Walking at 3.5 miles per hour. Now, my doctor, they want me to walk at 4 miles per hour. They want me to step it up. But anyway, at 3.5 miles per hour, men burn 391 calories. Women burn 326. You mean to tell me? Well, I guess it's more cardiovascular than calorie burn. But I was going to say, you want me to walk? And, you know, for, well, anyway, I was saying, you know, for only 391 calorie burn, you want me to get out there and walk three and a half miles an hour for an hour? Sleeping. Now, here we go. Here's the one I fit in. Sleeping. Sleeping. Men burn 86 calories per hour. Women burn... 72. So what I need to do to lose weight is sleep more. <laughs> All right. Okay, top jobs that burn the most calories. Let's see. Let's start at number nine. Well, it's a tie between these uh, different type jobs. We got construction worker, massage therapist, elder care, garbage collector, and lawn keeper. Now, those lawn keepers, they, you know, well, if they're riding lawnmower, well, you know, you would think construction worker, too, all these jobs. But anyway, men average 363.9 calories per hour, burning, obviously. Females, 302. Crab fishing, we watch that on TV. Men burn 409 calories, well, 409.4. Females burn 340.8. Coming in at number seven, roofing. If you are a roofer, you're burning some calories. Men, 545.8 calories per hour. Females, 454.4. Coal mining. Men, 573.1 calories per hour. Females, 477.1. Farming. Yeah, I guess there's a lot of work in that. I mean, there is. You know, you think anymore today's farm, they're riding around all day on tractors and such. And I'm not, I'm not 
showing any disrespect. Matter of fact, I wish there were more family farms. Our food would be healthier. You know, that's one thing that Nixon really screwed us on. Commercial farming. Corporate farming, I should say. You know, pretty much all farming is commercial, but corporate farming. But anyway, male average burns 709.5 calories per hour. Female farmers burn 590.7 calories per hour. At number four, forestry. Now, I don't know what that means. I guess anything forestry, I... You know, first thing that came to mind was forest service, and then, you know, second thing after that was, you know, people to get out there and cut trees and stuff, but I don't know what they're talking about. But anyway, forestry, without any specific explanation, men burn 727.7 calories per hour, women 605.8. Steel mills, eh, we're getting up there now. Male averages 755 calories per hour, female 628.5. Firefighters. A male firefighter, now it doesn't say if they're fighting a fire, which I would assume that's what this would mean, burn 818.7 calories per hour, that's men, women 681.5, and the number one job that you could have that burns the most calories, and this kind of surprised me for a number of different reasons, scuba diving, skin diving. And the reason that surprised me, because I'm a dive master. I haven't dove in a long time, but yeah, I, I uh, was a dive master. I'm a dive master. I, but anyway, men burn 1,091.6 calories per hour, scuba diving. Females, 908.7. So, we put the kibosh on that. We got it. We, You know, it's interesting. That, that scuba diving thing, that really blew me away because... Uh, I don't, I, don't, I don't know where you're burning calories at because you're in the water and you, you try to get that neutral buoyancy so you're not floating all you're doing. Uh, I don't know. That That's that's interesting. All right, you're at the kitchen table. Coming up, we're going to be talking about uh, uh, that accident out there in PA. Don't go away. We'll be back in two minutes. They'll say anything to get you to take that vaccine. All right. You can take the vaccine if you want to. Matter of fact, I was talking to somebody yesterday that, uh, man, they were adamant about it. Matter of fact, the person I was talking to was up in PA. You know, people taking the uh, COVID-19 vaccine. You know, they were going, how many more people have to die? You know, that kind of rant. And, uh, I, I, you know, I'm not taking it. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying you shouldn't take it. I'm just saying that you might want to think about it real hard before you do take it. Because this is something that uh, happened too fast. I mean, you know, we wanted it to happen. We needed it, obviously. But uh, usually it takes years of testing. I mean, we don't know. We don't know five years from now, if you take that vaccine today, nobody knows what's going to be happening five years from now, you know, how, how you will be five years from now. Matter of fact, <laughs> yesterday, this is what started this. I don't know if you saw the video or not. 
But a nurse in Tennessee took the COVID-19 vaccine. And, you know, all the press was around, blah, 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 you know, doing the big media blitz deal. Hey, you know, take the vaccine. The nurse is taking the vaccine. She's getting the shot. She gave a press conference. And right in the middle of the press conference, guess what? She passes out cold. (laughs) Doctors have come back and said it had nothing to do, nothing at all to do with the vaccine. But they sure don't say why. But I thought that was interesting. And uh, that, that, that's uh, just more good press for that COVID-19 vaccine. I, honestly, I hope it works. I hope it knocks everything out. But boy, oh boy. Tell you what, the government, you know, they screw this up. Like I said the other day. I mean, it, it's already to the point we don't trust the government already. You know, because the government, we all know the government. I, I need to shut up. I'm <laughs> getting too political. But we all know it. The governments, the people in government, the you know, majority of them up there aren't there to do what they are elected to do. They're there to pad their pockets. And we all know it. And did you know, too, the, uh, uh, the, the companies that are coming up with this vaccine, there is no recourse. If something's not right, they can't be sued. No class action. Heard that the other day, too. I said, man... Talk about stacking the deck against the population. Who was that? Uh, I saw the, uh, oh, who was it? Something popped out in my head. Mike Rowe. (laughs) He said there's a new word for 40 million people in this country. Non-essential. And I'll be honest with you. You know, this COVID-19, we're guinea pigs. We don't know if it's going to work or not. They say it will. And you got to go back twice. And they've also said you're going to know it. You get the vaccine, you will know it. Then you got to go back and get the uh, second dose. And then I've heard it's it's only good for four months. And now they're saying, even though you got the vaccine, you got to keep on wearing the mask. <laughs> Come on. Anyway, we'll see. Time will tell. Hey, you having a birthday today? Happy birthday to you. You know. You can uh, let us know if you get you, your uh, loved one, a family member, whatever, a buddy, whatever, having a birthday. More than happy to wish them a happy birthday on the air. Just send us their information and the date. Don't forget the birth date. Uh, if you want to record it yourself, you can do that. You can uh, leave a birthday wish calling the studio line 479-668-0213. Birthdays today. Ty Cobb, born on this day back in 1886. Ossie Davis, Ossie Davis. He's born on this day back in 1917. He was an evening shade. I had to look that up. You know, I was at, uh, had uh, Burt Reynolds and uh, the girl from Taxi. That was a good show. 30 years ago, 1990, when that show uh, debuted. Keith Richards. Here we go. He's having a birthday today. He's 77. Matter of fact, we're at Keith, uh, this day back in 1983, not only is it Keith's birthday, it's also his anniversary. He married Patty Hanson, and they're still married. Uh, there's my pen. I was looking for my pen. Back in uh, 
<clears throat> I married her in 1983. Did I say 93? I'm sorry. 83. <clears throat> I got married in Cabo San Lucas. Cabo San Lucas. But anyway. <clears throat> Steven Spielberg. Having a birthday today. Born on this day back in 1946. Ray Liotta. Liotta, however you want to pronounce it. The actor. 1954. Brad Pitt having a birthday today. 57. Born on this day back in 1963. I think we all wanted to look like Brad Pitt or <laughs> George Clooney at that age. But anyway, well, I can't believe George Clooney and Brad Pitt are about the same age. I would, I would, I really would have thought Brad Pitt was a good ten years younger than George. But I think George is 58, isn't he? Katie Holmes, uh, she's 42. Born on this date back in 1978. Christina Aguilera. Born on this day back in 1980. So if you're having a birthday, happy birthday to you as well. <clears throat> now don't forget if you got somebody having a birthday, you want to have a birthday wish, let us know. We'll be happy to talk about them on the air or you can by calling our studio line. All right. Today is... Yeah, there's always something for today. We always know that. Today is Bake Cookies Day. And I'll be honest with you. I thought, okay, somebody's making stuff up. But do a search on the internet. Do a search. <laughs> yes, friends, today is Bake Cookies Day. It's real. Now, again, you're not going to find it on a calendar because it's not one of those official holidays. But it is one. We're just waiting for another day to come up that has no official holiday, and we're going to call it At the Kitchen Table Day. The Kitchen Table Day. <laughs> hey, every night, 9 p.m. on FBTV Radio, you can hear some uh, old-time radio shows like uh, Gunsmoke, Father's Knows Best, a whole bunch of them. Uh, 9 o'clock every night on FBTV Radio. And it's, they're really good. It's really fun. You know, you put your headphones on or your earbuds in or whatever you're using, turn the speakers up, kick back, close your eyes, and it just, it, you can see it. You know, you can see the show. But, uh, yeah, check it out. All right, if you want to play, boys and girls, uh, question of the day, 90% of kids will eat this at some point in the next few months. Only 10% of adults will. What is it? Again, if you want to play, you got to an answer. Well, let us know. Let us know. Email, phone, contact form, whatever you want to do. All right. CVSA road check shows 20.9% of vehicles would put out of service during this year's three-day international road check. It took place September 9th through 11th. It was scheduled originally for May. That's when they usually are, May and June, May or June, but the uh, three-day event. Matter of fact, that 20.9% uh, of vehicles put out of service marks an increase from 17.9% recorded last year. Crazy, huh? All right, I guess you've all heard about it uh, out there in PA. Big, terrible accident. They got that storm. We talked about that Wednesday. And this is why you've got to let your drivers know about it. You know, know what's going on. Try to keep them out of that area because things can go south 
at the drop of a hat. I mean, one snowflake, and it can it can get pretty bad. Anyway, 55 trucks, 11 cars crash happened yesterday afternoon. Not, I'm sorry, uh, Wednesday afternoon, 3 p.m. Westbound lanes of I-80 in Green and Lamar Townships. The storm, the winter storm, was moving through the state at the time uh, that the crash occurred. Travel restrictions were in place on many of the roadways in the state. Pennsylvania State Police say that a total of 66 vehicles were involved in the pileup along one-mile stretch of interstate. Troopers say that 11 of the vehicles were cars and the other 55 were commercial vehicles. Crazy. And, uh... Looked at the uh, uh, Pennsylvania State Police Twitter page earlier, and they got one lane open. Uh, that's 11 hours ago, I think, is the last post they made, so you may want to check that occasionally. All right, got a cell phone. How many of you actually ignore incoming calls? I know I do. If if it don't show, if they're not in my contact list, you know, don't show up and tell me who it is. Pretty good chance I don't know them. I'll answer it. But we're all getting tired of those phone scam or well, phone scams. But uh, those robocalls, why can't they do anything about it? I mean, there's they're, they're, it's really getting old. And why do companies believe that kind of stuff actually is a good way to market their product? I'll be honest with you. I would never purchase a product if somebody using a robocall. Just wouldn't do it. And uh, I, I've, you know, it, sometimes I play with them, mess with them if I'm in the mood. But usually, and I, probably a lot of people do it. I'll answer. They got two seconds to say something. Usually, hello. Somebody's going to say hello right back. If they don't, well, you know. And now they got these stupid robocalls. That hi, how are you? Are you and if you don't say anything, are you there? It's they're keying up on the voice. I mean, technology's got to that point where you know I used to do that on answering machine, my voicemail, just for a kick. Hello, sorry, you got my voice. You know, so somebody started talking to me, thinking they had me, and they didn't. But anyway, that's annoying. It's aggravating. Who would buy a product from any company that did that kind of stuff? Obviously, somebody does because they do it. But uh, I, I know if they don't say something within two seconds, man, I'm down there hitting that block caller. Block them. And, now, you know, they're, they're spoofing phone numbers all the time. You know, how many times you call somebody back, you missed a call, you know, and you go, hey, hello, somebody called me from this number? No, I didn't call you. I don't even know. I don't even have a clue who you are. I haven't been on my phone. You know, I've done that. I've got calls back from people doing that. But, but anyway... 90% of cell phone uh, users ignore their incoming calls, and the calls that are most frequently ignored are the ones that come from loved ones. Okay? <laughs> not strangers or colleagues at work. The top 10 reasons for not answering a cell phone. Now, I don't know if they're calling these real reasons or excuses. Our crack research department came up with this, and, and here's what we got it. Number 10. Others might overhear the call. Number nine. I get that. Not in the mood. I'm not in the mood to talk to you. Ah, man, if I get on the phone with you, I'm going to be on the phone for two hours. I don't have time for that. 
Number eight, didn't recognize the number. You got to be careful with that if you don't recognize the number and you don't answer it. Eh, that could open the door for them, you know, continue to call you back. <clears throat> I guess either way, though. Number seven, you're in a meeting. Number six, can't find the cell phone. That sounds more like an excuse. You know, my, my ringer is pretty much always off. If somebody's got, you know, that, and I tell you, too, that really bites when I've put my phone down and I forget where I put it. I can't just call my number. And, and track it by the ringing. You know, I have to have to go back find it. Number five, busy in the bathroom. Number four, why somebody doesn't answer their phone, they're not able to speak at that time, they're feeding a pet is at number three. Driving is at number two. And the number one reason, 90% of cell phone users ignore their incoming calls. They didn't hear it ring. All right, if you say so. Okay, you are at the kitchen table. We get together every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. Central Time here on FBTV Radio. We fix the world in this hour. We're going to take a break. We are at the halfway point. We'll be back in two minutes. Hey, welcome back. Just looking over the news. We're going to be talking about Tom Cruise in a minute, but uh, talked about him the day before yesterday. Well, he apparently he, he went off again here yesterday, and now he's uh, going to get on his private jet <laughs> and call it a year, come back home. We'll be talking about that in a minute. Well, the COVID-19... Still going on. I hope it don't turn into COVID-21 here in a week or two. And just like last year, a lot of things are going to be rescheduled. 2021 Mid-America Trucking Show is one of those to be rescheduled due to COVID-19. It's the 50th anniversary of the uh, Mid-America Trucking Show. It was set. It was scheduled for March 25th through 27th, but now it's going to be rescheduled. Due to the uncertainty, and after the nurse passing out, hmm, wonder how many other people are passing out. I guarantee you, it will be lucky. I, I will be lucky to hear any, about any of them if anybody does. We'll have to hear about it from our friends. You know, I guarantee the media won't be talking about it, and I almost bet you that they will not do another press conference. <laughs> you know. Okay, this North is this person is going to take the COVID nineteen, and then we're going to have a press conference. I bet they don't do that anymore, you know. But anyway, not sure yet when they are going to reschedule. But here are some dates uh, that uh, are being considered: uh, September sixteenth through eighteenth. Or March 24th through 26th. So if they do the March 24th through 26th, that's the year 2022. It would uh, look that, uh, well, they're just going to blow this one off. But they'll do like they did last year. They'll call it a virtual trucking show. It's not the same, man. 
not gonna. I've never been to a trucking show, but I, I it's not the same. It's you know, can't be the same. Show organizers say a decision is going to be made by February fifteenth, on which dates will be the most viable for exhibitors and attendees. So, I would almost be, well, let's 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 hope everything works out. Let's hope by September that uh, we can see everybody's face again. You you know, I am so sick of looking at masks. So sick of looking at the mask. All right, FMCSA yesterday published a new final rule to allow a third-party skills test examiner to give the CDL skills test to their students. I know a lot of people are going, man, that is so wrong. There's going to be so much fraud. You know, that's creating a terrible thing for the industry. Yes, it has the potential, but I think trucking company, first of all, a trucking company, they're going to put a new driver, just got a CDL, they're not going to put him out there on the truck by himself. You know, you go to, you, you go to school to learn how to drive. You learn how to back up, get some experience, but, but you don't really become a truck driver until you get on that road behind the wheel. School is there to pass the test. That, that's all it's for to get your license. You don't become a driver until you get behind the wheel out there on the road. And that's where the uh, trainer comes in. That's where the trucking company call, comes in. Now, one thing that does kind of scare me a bit, and the reason it does is simply, uh, well, it's a YouTube video. I was watching a YouTube video the other day. Uh, the other day, it's been a week, two, three, four weeks ago, whatever. But it was uh, a guy talking about his first year as a driver. And during this video, you know, because I was thinking, yeah, I remember I was, you know, my first blah, blah, blah. But, but, but in this video, he starts talking about how he be, he has he's now a, tra a trainer. Uh, I'm like, whoa, whoa. Not, you know, just barely a year in the industry and the trucking company has him training? No. No, 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 no. That is so off the charts wrong. I'd say two to five years experience anyway before you let somebody become a trainer. I mean, you know, at one year, you're still a student. Yeah, you know how to drive a truck, you're learning, but you're not there yet. Not there yet. You know, when I was a, uh, I, I trained drivers in my time. First thing, and I, I've told, I've told you this before. You know, they get in my truck. You know, there you can see them. You know, drooling, getting ready. You know, I'm ready to get behind that that steering wheel. Well, that's not happening. You know, not until I know you're reading the signs. And I tell them you're going to have to sit in that seat over there. That that that's that you know second seat. Until I'm positively sure you are reading the signs, you will not get behind the wheel. And I'd say, you know, until, you know, as long as you're on this truck, even when you, I, I, I let you get behind the wheel, I'm going to ask you. We'll be going down the road. I may say something, you know, uh, back there a half mile, what that sign say? What did that sign say? How tall is that bridge we just went under? You know, because that's, that's, that's very important. But, but somebody with your experience, not saying you don't know how to drive a truck, I'm just saying you're really not ready to be a trainer because you don't have the experience yet.
don't have the experience, but I don't see too much of a problem. I'm not against it anyway. I know people are yelling, you know, how dare them let, uh, you know, you know, they got to get their license. They got to get their license to get out there on the truck. And it's really a trucking company's responsibility to make them into a driver. And then you take that one step further. It's really the driver trainer. And that's why I'm saying they need to have more than one year experience. Now, when you, you know, if this turns out to be a bust, you start getting a lot of new drivers out there that uh, got tested by their uh, instructor, City L instructor, wherever they went to school at. You know, they're going to come back and re re revoke this. But the problem is, it's not really the CDL uh, instructor letting them pass. Now, now, granted, you know, you, you know, the majority of these people are going to pass. I mean, it's just the way it is. You, you know, you. You're not going to pay a truck driving school three, four, five, six thousand dollars, and them give you a CDL test and fail you. That that's you you know unless you're just not getting it. But usually by the time you get to the CDL part, now one thing I will say about it is the drivers that are taking the test they will be a lot more comfortable behind that wheel taking the test with that their 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 city L instructor. I I remember when I take mine, that trooper jumped in the cab of my truck and man, I was nervous. I mean they're gonna be nervous anyway. But you put law enforcement in there with you, I passed mine, but <laughs> there's one guy he had to he uh I took my test up in Little Rock. And the the trooper and we and we were in cab overs, and the uh, trooper climbed up in the uh, you know second seat of my buddy's truck, and what they were telling everybody is okay, you're going after your hazmat, that white line before the gate, that is a railroad track. Well, my buddy was thinking, he was looking, you know, thinking about you know pulling out, and at the last second, at the last second, he remembered that white line at the gate was a railroad track. To treat it as such, he got out there right next to it and slammed on the brake. That's when he remembered. Slammed that trooper's face as you know we went to that windshield. He failed. <laughs> Had to come back the next week and take it. He passed the second time. But I, I don't see a problem with that. I really don't. If the student is put out there with the driver that uh, knows what they're doing. And I'll tell you this right now, when, I, when my my uh, trainee, my trainer that I had, oh, <laughs> drove me nuts. Didn't nice guy, normal circumstances. Yeah, you know, love to go out and have a beer with him, whatever. But as a trainer, oh, the stories I could tell, yeah, stories. But hey, made it through. He got me going in the right direction anyway, and. Uh, when I got out there on the road, I was able to to do what I needed to do. So that was a good thing. All right, today is December 18th, 2020. On this day back in history, uh, happy birthday, New Jersey. Uh, you became a, the third U.S. state back in 1787. Back in 1892, 
I, man, I was saying this before before we went on the air during the commercial break. Tchaikovsky, uh, the Nutcracker Suite, premiered in St. Petersburg, Russia. Now, here's something. Nineteen sixty one, EMI Records, Britain, EMI Records rejected the Beatles for a record contract. Boy, I bet they regret that, don't you think? Tell them no. Nineteen fifteen, President Wilson widowed the year before he married Edith Gaunt. This day back in nineteen thirty two, Chicago Bears beat the Portsmouth Spartans nine to nothing in the first NFL playoff game. You gotta remember that's the NFL National Football League. At the AFL too. And we told you about Keith Richards already. It's, today's his birthday and you know it makes sense. I get it, Patty. You know, I can I can hear that conversation. Well, Keith, when do you when do you want to get married, Keith? I don't know. It's up to you, babe. And Patty, she's thinking, well, I know Keith. The only way he's going to remember our anniversary. <laughs> if we do it on his birthday, maybe, maybe. So I can see why Patty wanted to get married on uh, his birthday. Or maybe Keith did it because he knew himself, too. Okay. If, uh, you know, I just wonder how many anniversary they had that, you know, hey, it's my birthday. Something else, too. What, what else is it? I don't remember. All right, we're going to take a break. You're at the kitchen table. We'll be back in two minutes. Don't go anywhere. Yeah, big plans this weekend. And I don't know. Weather's not going to be very nice. Hey, how you doing? Welcome back to the uh, kitchen table. My name is Mike. Every morning, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. Central Time, we get together. And we fix everything that's wrong with the world in this one hour. And then we go off about our day. Uh, it's been cold. It's been cold. Warmed up a little bit here the last couple of days. Gonna We're in a warming cycle for the next few days, but it's going to be wet tomorrow. So any plans I may have had, which I didn't, but it's going to rain tomorrow. Going to be a mid-50s on Sunday. Hard to believe a week ago today, well, a week ago yesterday, it was 75, and it snowed since then. But it uh, looks like we are in that winter mode. Three days from now is uh, winter begins, and we got three months, and we'll be in spring. So we're getting there. And that's the nice thing about getting older. Time goes by quicker, so winter doesn't last as long. At least it don't feel like it. It goes by quicker. Hey, if you want some cool stuff, check out the FBTV store. We got coffee mugs, t shirts, tank tops, hoodies, all that fun stuff. All right. Trivia. I almost didn't pull this up today because I thought, eh, I don't know. But hey, it's Christmas. It's the holidays. And who doesn't like this movie? Of course, I'm talking about the 1946 classic, It's a Wonderful Life. And I was going down through there. I was reading it and I thought, eh, yeah, but. And I thought, oh, this is pretty neat, really. Well, let's go ahead and talk about it. Frank Capra and uh, James Stewart. Uh, this trivia now on the movie that maybe you did or didn't know, but uh, they both said, Frank and Jimmy said, It's a Wonderful Life was their favorite film of their careers. Isn't that cool? Yeah, I got that. I watch it every year. I, I, I watch it commercial-free. I bought the movie. 
You know, so I can play it anytime I want to. It's a great movie. Though the film was nominated for five Academy Awards, it did not receive an Oscar. Four of the Oscars for which it was nominated went to William Wyler's The Best Years of Our Lives. Remember that movie? I don't either. It was released back in 1946. Now, here's something that's pretty wild. One, I, I didn't know this. I thought this, I, that's, I think this is what made me say, okay, well, yeah, we're going to talk about this. This is pretty neat trivia. One requirement of the production code back then was that criminals and films were to receive punishment for their crimes. So when they made movies back in those days, I guess it, it, it was a code. It was somewhere in the production code that said, hey, if you got a bad guy, he's got to receive punishment. You can't just let him go. Sets a bad example for the rest of the world. Boy, if we had those same morals today, huh? Where that production code? Where's that production code when you need it the most? Anyway, Mr. Potter was never penalized for his misdeeds. Capra said he received more mail on that subject than any other aspect of the film. Isn't that a trip? Town of Bedford Falls is one of the longest sets ever constructed for a movie, 300 yards long. You know, you close your eyes and picture Jimmy Stewart and all the cars going up and down the road. You know, that, that center median there, the snow, and him running down through there. It's over four acres the set was. The set included 20 full-grown oak trees transplanted onto the set, 75 stores and buildings, a bank with a marble front, a post office, and a library. The snowy scenes were shot during a record-breaking heat wave in the summer of 1946. <laughs> and Capra gave the cast and the crew a day off in the middle of the filming to recover from the heat. Matter of fact, you can uh, go to YouTube, go on YouTube, and you, you, they, they got videos showing uh, the filming and how they made it snow and all that. Ah, here we go. The snow in the film was made from gypsum, plaster, shaved ice, foam mite, and soap. It was an innovation which Capra challenged his crew to create for the film to replace the old standard of cornflakes that had been painted white. You know, there's... Uh, what was it? Potatoes? But, uh, something to do with potatoes. Some of you use potatoes. You know, they use potatoes for the snow. And, uh, yeah, if you don't get them cleaned up pretty quick, they start stinking pretty bad. Remember the gym floor that opens up into a swimming pool? Well, it's real. <laughs> it was a real, it was real. It's in the Beverly Hills High School. And uh, if you remember, okay, the, uh, the, the one of the guys there that opened the floor to pull a prank, that was Alfalfa from uh, our gang. Let's see. The movie was based on a short story called The Greatest Gift that was written by Philip Van Doren Stern. Why have three names when you can have four? Who couldn't who couldn't sell the story, so he printed up 200 copies and included them in his Christmas cards in 1943. That's pretty neat, huh? Oh, anything else in here we want to... Let me... I'm just looking over this. Oh, car, RKO. Uh, RKO. 
they had originally wanted Cary Grant for the lead. And I just can't see Cary Grant. I just can't see Cary Grant as George Bailey. I mean, this role, George Bailey, was made for Jimmy Stewart. I, there's another uh, video on YouTube. It just went up uh, recently. I mean, if you if you are interested in the uh, It's Wonderful Life, there's somebody out there that uh, went to the shooting locations and Potter's Field or whatever it was. You know, Mr. Potter, they create a new housing. No, no, it wasn't. It was just, uh, uh, Bailey's housing edition. Yeah, you know, Bailey, you know, where uh, they, they had one or two houses out there or whatever. And the neighborhood, they were building it up. Well, the, the, the guy in that YouTube video took you back to where that housing edition was and uh, trying to line it up. And you could see that some of the houses still there, you know, that were in the movie. So that was pretty, pretty wild. The movie wasn't a big box office success at the time of its release. And in the early 1970s, a clerical era, era rather, allowed the copyright to expire. Uh-oh. Allowing television stations to play uh, the film as often as they wanted. And it was during these frequent airings in the 70s that uh, the movie became a uh, holiday tradition. And it still is today. But anyway, I thought that was pretty interesting as far as that went. Well, Schneider, you uh, get a pat on the back. You are giving your drivers a pay raise. That's a good deal. They announced yesterday that they will be increasing pay for its solo and team drivers January 24th. Uh, many Schneider drivers will now earn up to an additional $0.04 cents per mile. The latest pay increase is in addition to a number of changes the company made in 2020, uh, allowing them to increase pay to the drivers, including adding six paid holidays per year. Uh, adjusting truck speed. Okay, I know I know you're going to go whoopie de doo, you know, but <laughs> but believe me, it, it is a, it's pretty major. They they adjusted the truck speed. They turn them up two miles an hour. So now drivers Schneiders can go 65. To be honest with you, I thought that's what they were able to go already, but it, they were only 63, 63 to 65. Hey, I'll tell you, I will tell you right now. You may not think that that two miles an hour makes a difference, but, oh, man, I've been in a slow truck that was governed. And just, you know, just an extra five miles an hour or whatever, you know, you can just, it just makes all the difference in the world because now you can pass somebody, you know, not just draft them. And yeah, anyway, and uh, Schneider implemented a weekly guarantee pay program for inexperienced drivers. The uh, Schneider, they're Wisconsin-based. They announced an increase to driver pay, team driver pay, earlier this year. So that's off to you, Schneider. Good job. Okay, one last thing I want to remind you about today before we uh, wrap it, call it a day, a week, and get ready for the weekend. Don't forget, if you have not taken care of your UCR, you need to do that. And this means you too, brokers. you got to pay the fee. Unified Carrier Registration, it was uh, due in October, but you've, the enforcement's not going to start till January 1st. 
and that's two weeks from today, so you want to make sure you get it paid. If you're a broker or you have less, two trucks or less, 59 bucks, and it goes up from there, maxing out at $56,977 if you have 1,001 trucks or more. So keep that in mind. All right, anything else? Oh, the Texas politics. We got to talk about this before we uh, uh, saw this, and I thought, well, that's pretty weird. In Texas, an ex-police captain who got caught up in the uh, false election fraud conspiracy. Eh, I'm not going to say it's a false election fraud because uh, just too many things that were really weird. You know, yeah, according to the media, it's false election, but uh, understand some of this stuff, we get off the wire and the media puts a spin on it however they want to. But uh, anyway, the ex-police captain uh, who got caught up in the false election conspiracy is now facing 20 years in prison. Harris County DA Kim Ogg said uh, he crossed the line from dirty politics to commission of a violent crime. And we are lucky no one was killed. Prosecutors say 63-year-old Mark Anthony Aguirre was even paid over $260,000. His alleged investigation was backward from the start. First alleging a crime had occurred and then trying to prove it happened. Yeah, you know, I think that happens more in law enforcement than we want to admit, but I get it. Uh, Aguirre slammed his SUV into a truck into the truck that air conditioner tech in Houston. Put a gun to the guy's head, and Nina's back, and then had two associates search the truck for what they claimed were false election ballots. But none were found. So this guy is in a... He's in a lot of trouble. You know, you know I believe what you want to or not about the election results, you know, that's immaterial, but... Uh, this guy, what's he thinking? I was crying out loud. But anyway, it is what it is. All right, that's going to wrap it up for uh, this edition of The Kitchen Table. We'll be back Monday morning, 9 a.m. Central Time. Go have a great weekend, unless, of course, you've made their plans. Talk to you soon.